0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Selling Greenville, your favorite real estate podcast here in Greenville, South Carolina. I'm your host, as always, Stan McCune, realtor right here in the Greenville area of South Carolina. You can find all of my contact information, as always, in the show notes if you need to reach out to me for any of your real estate needs. And please, if you enjoy the show, please subscribe, leave a rating, leave a review, Uh, Most of you have that capability because most of you are using either Spotify or iTunes slash Apple Podcasts, and those both allow for you to do all of those things. So please subscribe, leave a five-star rating, leave a short little review so that we can get this podcast out to the entire world. The entire world needs to know about selling Greenville because Greenville is is relevant to the entire world. You know, we've got people moving here from all over the place. I get contacted as a result of this podcast by people moving here from all over the place. We've got people investing in Greenville from all over the world. Um, And so I want to get this podcast out to as many people as possible. And you guys can play a, uh, a, honestly, a big role in doing that by just taking a moment just to leave uh, a rating and a review. So I'd appreciate if you guys could do that. I'm going to try to avoid as much background noise as possible. Um, Unfortunately, there is directly above my ceiling a television being played by my father-in-law. And unfortunately, I can't control my in-laws or the timing of their visits. But I need to record this podcast. Otherwise, I will not get this podcast out. So I apologize in advance if you hear, um, I believe it's the show Heartland Playing above me. I've tried to turn down the volume on my mic so it won't be uh, quite as sensitive. But there you go. I'm I'm giving you that preface in advance uh, because I record this from the my home office, and uh, sometimes these uh, these little things get picked up in the background. But today I want to talk to you guys about smart home systems, specifically when it comes to well, what I've been doing with smart home systems, which specifically has to do with The Apple Home Kit and Home App. Now, there are a lot of different smart home systems. This this is not something that is new. I mean, there's been smart thermostats and um, just all sorts of things like that for a very long time at this point. I mean, I'm now on my third straight home that has a smart thermostat that I've installed. So... Smart systems have been around for a while, but the technology behind them has really advanced quite a bit in recent years, and now we've got all of this voice control. Voice control with Siri, voice control with Alexa, um, voice control with, I guess, Google has their own thing. I don't think anyone uses that. Um, Really, at the end of the day, Siri and Alexa dominate the market. Um, And for the purposes of this podcast, I know it's technically Apple- HomeKit, as I've already said, but I'm just going to call it Siri. Um, that is a lot simpler than me just saying HomeKit, HomeKit, or Apple Home, you know, constantly. And I'm sure that Amazon calls it something different than Alexa when it comes to their uh, smart home type of stuff, but I'm just going to call it Alexa, okay? Guys, don't don't kill me for this. Those of you that are really into this, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just going to keep it simple. Siri and Alexa. Now, I had to, when I was deciding that I wanted to do this. So I I decided... I moved uh, the past six months. And I decided, you know what? I want to really start to get into this... You know, basically making my entire home smart from the standpoint of just having all these different smart systems and being able to do a lot more voice control. Like, that just seemed like an interesting next step for me. That was something that I wanted to do. And I had to decide... Am I going to go the Alexa, the Amazon route, or am I going to go the Siri, Apple route? And there's a very, there are very clear pros and cons in either direction. When it comes to the Amazon route, first off, we already had those Echo and Echo Dot uh, little speakers, and my kids love them. They're very useful. They can actually um, like call friends that they're connected with on there, um, which they get a little kick out of. You know, we can all hear it. It's just a speakerphone type of thing. They can play music on there. Um, and so it, it's and we use uh, I should clarify, we use Amazon Music. That's like our primary music source that we've used over the years. And it obviously ties in very well with the Amazon Echoes. And so we we're already in with that. But then almost everything else we have is Apple. Um, what? Well, I say that there's one other key Amazon thing for us and that is the uh Amazon Fire Stick that is what we have on all of our TVs in you know in order to keep our smart TVs coherent so we have the Fire Stick for them that's Amazon we have the Echoes that's Amazon um but then beyond that and there's reasons for that I'm I'm not a big Apple TV fanboy uh, fan I'm not into that I've tried Apple TV I've tried Roku I've tried Fire Stick I'm trying to think if I've tried anything else. Um, but there is a reason why I went in the Fire Stick direction. And overall, I'm pretty happy with it. Um, when I've done Apple TV, I've not been happy. So some of you guys are going to disagree with me on that. That's fine. Go Apple TV your life away. I do not care. But for me, the Fire Stick is uh, what has worked for us. Um, so when it comes to Apple, we have all of our major devices on Apple iPhone, um, you know, Macs, things of that nature, and so it was, and and you know, AirPods, uh, all of those things. We we've got a lot of Apple devices floating around here, and so it was kind of a tricky decision because our we are kind of like split between these two different systems, whether to go the route of getting things that are Amazon alexa compatible or things that are more siri compatible and unfortunately there's not a whole lot of overlap between the two there are a few things that overlap like for instance i believe that the ecobee thermostat which is my thermostat of choice i've tried the ecobee and i've tried the nest i do not like the nest for a time it was like oh this is cool i've had them both um and and originally i had the ecobee at my first house then i went to the nest with my second house and it just, I just st- stopped liking it for a variety of reasons. It did not the the whole learning aspect of it did not work super well. the The app was actually very underwhelming. Um, I just wasn't thrilled with it. Um, so with my current house, I went back to the Ecobee. Very happy about that decision. Much more stable. The Nest was constantly it would have Wi-Fi issues. It would have c- connectivity issues. It would have power issues. Just all sorts of different issues. The Ecobee. It just works, and it does all of the things that the Nest does, but does them better. It's does its own. It has its own like system of learning. I don't even understand how it, it works, but it works really, really well. Um, and you can obviously set it up on schedules and do all these different things. You know, work it remotely from your phone. Uh, but anyway, I believe that if I'm not mistaken, that the Ecobee thermostat works whether you're using Alexa, whether you're using Siri. Um, but a lot of the other things you kind of have to pick one versus the other. And the, the main difference between the two, at least, and I'm no expert on this. This is just from me figuring this out myself. Some of you listening to this are probably smarter than this than me. And you can just skip this episode if you want. Okay. Or you can listen to it and then, um, you know, text me and make fun of me for something that I didn't know as well as you. I'm totally fine with that. I, I will take any engagement from this show that you'll give me. Um, but as far as the, the main pros and cons, the Amazon compatible products are, it's a massive list, huge list of products that are compatible with Amazon in terms of smart home systems. Whereas with, uh, Apple and Siri, it's a much smaller list. However, pretty much everyone agrees that the Apple system and their ecosystem, and, and just everything about their the smart home systems that are compatible with Siri and with, dare I say, Apple Home, Apple Home Kit. there we go, I broke my rule, I went ahead and said it, um, everyone agrees that the security element is better with Apple than it is with Amazon. Um, now, I don't know all of the, the back-end tech details on that, I'm just having to take other people's word for it. In general, Apple tends to be more secure Than other uh, platforms anyway Um, and so it was kind of like okay variety versus security right that was kind of what it came down to and the other aspect as well of course is the ability to I've got you know Apple Watch I've got my iPhone and the ability to just use Siri on one of those devices to be able to control these different things and I'm realizing now I'm thinking you know what I need to set this device on Do Not Disturb. I apologize for that. Um, I don't want there to be interruptions during this, um, and I forgot to do that. Um, but the the it, it, there's something to be said for being able to just simply use Siri without having to open any apps or or do anything like that to be able to control all these different smart home things. So, in the end, that and the security angle, that won me over to Apple and their compatible smart home products versus uh, Amazon's compatible smart home products. And so, here's what I did. I kind of approached it, and and I'm still in the process of doing this. So, this this might be like a part one, and we might do like a part two, like, I don't know, like the end of this year, like next year. It's not going to be for a while before we do a part two. Um... But I first approached it from okay what are kind of the the pressure points what what are the the most important places where like I personally feel the need for having smart home systems the most obvious one is the smart thermostats I cannot uh, recommend enough a good smart thermostat don't get those ones that Duke energy is like trying to sell you for cheap don't do that um, get a real one get. I would say get an ecobee because again, I'm not big on the nest. I don't feel like they're, I don't feel like that's a a great thermostat personally. Um, and, and so that's what I did. One of the first things I did after we moved in, I changed our thermostats and went that direction. And the ecobee is great. It's, it's so simple. Um, it's very reliable. It just does what it's supposed to do. And it does it better than any of the others in my opinion. Um, so then it was like, okay, what are some of the other things I need to consider? Well, if I want to control my Ecobee from, uh, from my iPhone or from my Apple Watch, then it needs to be Siri compatible. Well, there's a quirky thing about this with Apple, and that is that you have to have an Apple HomePod in order to be able to, to do this. And I think that this is probably the dumbest thing out of all um but basically they have the i believe it's the HomePod and then the HomePod mini if i'm not mistaken um and it's basically their version of the um the Amazon Echo and then you know the the main HomePod is like a very premium version of it so i had to go get one of those even though i already had an Echo and even though i already had iPhones and Macs and Apple Watches all these things i had to go out and get one of the Apple speakers um, I got the mini version, and I listen, we don't use it very much. It, the the sa- sound quality, wow, I don't know what I just almost said there, sound, sound quality, the sound quality is definitely better than the Echo, absolutely better than the Echo, um, but it just does not work very well. When If we're trying to stream from Amazon Music, I mean, it is not intuitive at all. It's definitely designed to be used with podcasts or like the Apple podcast app or with um, iTunes or the music app. Anything that's like native Apple, it works great. Anything that's not native Apple, I, I will have all sorts of issues getting it. It'll play and then it'll stop playing and you're probably like, oh, you don't know what you're doing. No, actually, I'm pretty knowledgeable about this. It's just glitchy when it comes to. It just doesn't want to play nice with non Apple apps. So it's a little bit frustrating. Um, it we basically only use it just to have our smart home systems connected to Siri. But that's fine. It costs. It was like a hundred bucks for the speaker. Um, and you know, I thought maybe I could get like get them for like eighty bucks on Black Friday. Nope. There were no discounts at all on them and any, well, there were like a a few, but they all sold out right away. Um, So uh, obviously Apple is doing something right. Um, But anyway, you basically have to plan to pay a hundred bucks for it. Um, So then there were a few other things that I was thinking about. Okay, so what do I want to connect on on my smart home systems? What do I want to be able to operate from my phone? My garage overhead door. All of my entry doors, I already mentioned thermostats, um, and a security system. Now I have a little bit of experience with all of these things in different capacities. Um, I have I've had this uh, Schlage, I believe is how it's pronounced, locks where you have like codes and they can be connected in different ways. I hate those things. Those, I mean, I think they're very secure, but like those things are really annoying to install. Um, if you lose like a certain code, you like can't like the the original entry code, then you can't like reprogram it. That's like really annoying. It's like all sorts of uh, problematic things for for the Schlage locks. Really weird word. Um, I've used the August smart home lock. Um, I got that originally for my Airbnb property because they have some cool Airbnb functionality. Um, the only problem is it's super duper glitchy and. Um, that lock is fine. Otherwise, like uh, I definitely would not rely on it for, for their Airbnb functionality now that I've seen how glitchy that is. But simply in terms of, of its everyday-to-day type of, type of functionality, outside of the fact that it disconnects from the Wi-Fi uh, more often than I would like it to, it works pretty well. Um, but I decided, well, the, the August lock... I'm pretty sure it does not work with Siri. There's actually not very many of these door locks that actually work with Siri. And so I went with the one that has uh, probably the best reviews out of all of them, and it is called Level. Now, Level is interesting, and, and pretty much all of these locks only work with the deadbolt, so you just have to be prepared for that. Level is interesting because you don't actually, you actually keep the original lock. You're not replacing the entire lock set. You're just replacing the inside part of your deadbolt, and if that sounds complicated, uh, for the most part, it's not. Like it's not technically complicated. The only thing that becomes complicated is you don't realize all the time when you're locking and unlocking if your deadbolt is like scrubbing on the actual door frame. Like if if you've ever had to lock a deadbolt or unlock it, and it just has the slightest bit of friction, it doesn't just smoothly, without hitting anything, without scrubbing anything, just lock and unlock. Guess what? This system, the level system, it does not have enough power to be able to handle that. There can be basically no friction. If there is any friction, it will not lock and unlock correctly. Um, Another problem I've had is issues with just delays with Wi-Fi with it. Um, That. I'm still trying to figure that out. I do have a Wi-Fi extender. I'm probably going to look into, uh, I believe they're called mesh systems, to to try to just kind of improve Wi-Fi throughout my, my home. That's been a problem. Um, the Level Lock, not super thrilled with it up to this point. It's been okay, um, but my wife doesn't trust it. I do trust it um, for the most part, but probably about... 20% of the time, it doesn't operate in the way that I would that I would like it to. So um, not super happy with that. Um, but I'm hoping that if I improve the Wi-Fi connectivity throughout my house, that that will fix the issue there. Uh, or at least improve it, make that 20%, maybe go down to like 5%, something like that. With the garage overhead door, I have put in the, I believe it's pronounced Maros, Maros, Miros, probably Miros. Um, it's a smart door uh, smart garage door opener. Um, and one thing that you'll see with all of these, if if you're if you're looking for these types of things, if you're looking for something that's compatible with Siri, it has to say on it worked with Apple Home or worked with Apple Home Kit. That's very important. And and again, there's not a whole lot of garage door openers that do. This was one of them. Now, installation for this thing was not as simple as I wish it would have been. And there's, this isn't necessarily the fault of the Miros, as much as it is that I have a Genie garage door opener and uh, the Genie motor opener, Genie is like the most incompatible with like everything else. I don't care if I ever have another Genie garage door opener, it's frustrating I've had to be on support with them multiple times. Now, thankfully, their support's pretty good, um, shockingly so. But I shouldn't have to go on support for anything for for my uh, garage door opener. Like that's that's such a, a silly thing. Um, now, this uh, the Miros has worked pretty well. It's probably worked the best of just about anything, with one exception, and that's that it just like went down the other week. And just stopped working. Like it was just showing that my garage door was closed, even when it wasn't. wasn't responding to Siri or anything else. And this was confusing to me. And i I've, I've been busy. I've been very busy. Didn't have a chance to really look into it. Well, the other day I had to reset my Wi Fi for something, and after I reset it, all of a sudden the garage door opener, uh, the Miras started connecting again. So there was something weird with the Wi Fi that. It just wasn't communicating with the the door opener. So anyway, I'm glad that I didn't spend a bunch more time trying to work on it when all I needed to do was reset the Wi-Fi. So note to self, if any of these systems stop working in the future, start with resetting the Wi-Fi. Um, anyway, I've been mostly happy with that. I think I would do the, the Miros again, given the choice. Now, the security system was the one... That was kind of the most interesting to me. Really, the the best option, from what I understand, if you're trying to incorporate this with Siri, is the system that's called Abode. Now, I've I want to divert for a section and say that I've used two other systems before, um, in addition to now the Abode system. I've used Simply Safe and I've used Vivent. Um, I I will say this: Simply Safe. I had an earlier ver- version than what's available now. I do not like Simply Safe. Uh, now, I have not used the, the most recent version, but the earlier version, very inconsistent, very unreliable. I would not entrust my home security to that system under any circumstances. I am not in favor of Simply Safe. Vivant was fantastic. Vivant, I have nothing bad to say about them. Um, their, the, the system itself was good, reliable, uh, support fantastic i mean there were times where i couldn't figure something out and i would talk to support and they'd be like okay we're gonna text you a link um you're gonna click on that link and that's going to allow you to share video or or photos or whatever with us and they could just tell me in real time um what exactly it was the issue that i was experiencing they replaced parts free of charge it was just it was a really good really good system So I purchased the Abode system for my house. And I'll say this, for the most part, it is a very good system. But there are a few quirks that really, really drive me crazy. And the main one is the doorbell cameras. They can't be just like wired in like a normal doorbell camera. Like you can't just place the doorbell camera where your old doorbell was, and then connect the wiring, you can't do that. Um, It's literally battery operated. And the battery has to be on on every doorbell camera has to be recharged every several days. And that just doesn't make sense. I mean, it's great from the standpoint of just being able to install it anywhere, like not having to worry about wiring or any of that sort of thing. But from every other standpoint, it's terrible. Like, right now, I've got one of my doorbell cameras just, you know, just charging right now. I'm, I'm going to put it down there later on tonight. But, like, why why should I have to do this? Now, originally, I feel like I read somewhere that it doesn't show video or it doesn't function properly while it's charging. Now, maybe that's the doorbell functionality. Um, but the camera functionality definitely still works while it's charging. So, I am seriously considering, uh, basically drilling through, uh, a a part of my door frame, uh, slash wall, uh, towards where my bracket is for the doorbell cameras to allow, uh, to, to feed the USB-C through there so I can just keep them permanently charged. Um, I really don't want to do that. Super annoying. Um, but, and of course I need to explore whether, that would mess up anything. Um, but that is by far my most frustrating thing with the Abode system so far. I am not happy with that. Everything else, I'm pretty happy with. Um, now, what's interesting is because it's a security system, it doesn't operate with Siri in quite the same ways as these other things that I've mentioned you. So these other things just out of the box are very simple. Like when I set up my ecobee thermostat, I set up a basement one, I set up a main floor one. So I can just say like, right before I started this podcast, because if I had the heat running down here, because I'm in the basement, if I had the heat running, you got that would pick up, you know, in the background of this podcast. So I simply went to Siri, and just said, turn the heat off in the basement. And within a few seconds, the heat was off in the basement. So that's pretty cool. With a security system, you have to create what Apple calls a scene, uh, which is kind of funny, uh, but you have to create a scene in order to do these types of things. So what I had to do in order to um, arm or disarm my security system was to create a scene when I say a certain phrase that then it arms or disarms, and it that doesn't work with the HomePod. So all of the other things you can do on the HomePod. So for instance, if my daughter wanted to change the heat in the house, she could go to the HomePod and say probably my this is probably going to trigger my watch. We'll see. But she could say, "Hey Siri, do this." R- yep. Yep. Hold sorry. I, exactly what I thought happened did happen, except it happened on my computer and then it was in my in my headphones. You probably didn't hear that. <laughs> Yeah, I, all of a sudden, uh, Siri was communicating with me in my headphones, and I couldn't hear anything that was happening. Oh, now it's communicating with me on my phone. All all the devices are going haywire here. Um, but they can control pretty much everything else with the Home Pod. But the Home Pod, for security reasons, will not allow you to um, to disarm the security system. But I can do that from my phone, so that's kind of cool can't do it from the home pod. That makes sense. You wouldn't want someone to break into the house and then they speak to the home pod and disarm the security system. Not cool. Not not exactly what I what I want to see happen. Um so that makes sense. So I did that um and that has worked pretty well. Now what I haven't done yet, which is kind of the next phase in this is to create scenes where it's like just when I arrive when I arrive home, I can just say something like um hey hey i'm home to you know what siri um i don't want to keep uh triggering her on my devices um i don't know why all the other times i was saying siri before nothing was happening um and nothing happened that time all right maybe maybe we're maybe we're in the clear here um i want to be able to to just say to siri you know i'm home and when it when i say that the garage overhead door Opens the basement door opens and the security system gets disarmed. Something like that. That might not be exactly the the scene that I do, but like that's a possible thing that I could have done. Um, on the flip side, when I'm leaving, I could have something that I I say just as I'm leaving that ensures that everything is locked um, and that ensures that the uh, security system goes on, the garage door is closed, all of those different things. Um, so I'm going to be playing around with that. That's kind of, uh, phase two in this process. Um, but that's something I'm very excited about. That's something I look forward to doing. And then, oh, you probably hear my dog in the background. I apologize. Phase three of this is to experiment with some of these other things. So I've not done anything with smart light bulbs. Those are, are a big thing right now. Um, and so I, I want to play around with things like that. um, I haven't up to this point because it's just kind of like we have light switches. Um, but one thing that could be cool is the ability to turn on, um, or change colors or whatever for like a couple of light bulbs versus all of turning on all of the recess lights in one room at one time. I don't even exactly know how that works. So I'm kind of speaking out of turn here. Um, but that is part of, of all of this that, that I'm working towards. Um, So in the end, am I happy that I went with Siri versus Alexa? Um, I think I am. I I think that you kind of run into these quirks no matter what you do. Um, As I said before, out of all of these, the ones that I have the strongest opinion on is that um, the Ecobee thermostat, I think, is the best thermostat out there. And SimpliSafe is not a security system that I would ever go back to. Those are my strong opinions. Um, with regard to the rest of these other things I'm not super happy with the level lock but I am hoping that some of the Wi-fi issues will uh, will resolve if I've if resolved those Wi-fi issues will help to make things better um, I'm not happy with the doorbell cameras with the abode system uh, needing to be charged by the way the one that is furthest from my wi-fi the battery drains on that very quickly which I'm assuming has to do with that it's it's working extra hard to try to find a feed, and and send that feed, you know, to people's devices. That's frustrating. Hopefully, I'll be able to resolve that in one way or another. But so far, I think I, I can see the appeal for doing these smart home devices, for having them connected to Siri. I think I'm happy that I went the Siri route. I'm happy with Abode. I Overall, besides those doorbell cameras, I will say installation for the Abode system was Fantastic. Fantastic installation. I was able to set up security on my entire house within like two hours. Um, And I was able to organize it all and and just make everything look super clean. Um, The way it works on the Apple devices is super clean. You can pull it up on your computer, on your your phone. Um, On Apple CarPlay, there's functionality in if you have Apple CarPlay that you can control some of these things on there. Like when I pull into my driveway... It pull it just automatically pulls up um, whether I want to open the garage or not right there on my display like it knows that I'm close to it um, so there's some really cool stuff with that that I really like and so I'm happy that, that I went in this direction I don't think I could have gone wrong I don't think had I cho- chosen the Amazon system uh, sorry about that moved away turned away for a second I don't think if I had had chosen like the Amazon system, Um, and there are options that I would have been disappointed either. But it is nice to know that there's a little bit extra layer of security that Apple has that I have been told that Apple has, but that I don't have the technological skill to fully verify myself. So you guys can look that up yourself and verify. Um, Or you techie people can let me know what your opinions are about that. And the way you can do that is by looking in the description of the show, the show notes. My contact information is in there. Please Again, as I always ask you guys, please leave a rating, a review, subscribe to the show. Thank you guys, as always, for listening. We will talk again next time.